Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the Fans in Motion podcast, the only podcast you didn't know you needed. I say to my friends, first of all, to quote a band named Stained, it's been a while. We've been away. We're back from a much needed break. And now on to the quote. I say to my friends looking back at me, cold as December, cold as December, cold as December, cold as December. It is 30 degrees here in the Music City. It is cold as December. Say hello, Josh. That was an excellent intro. I've, uh, I've missed those. A little out of practice. I feel a little rusty here, but uh, oh, honest think- to God, I woke up this morning and walked out on my back deck and I was like, holy crap, it's cold. <laughs> you know, Brentry? My, my, my mind immediately went to something that you and I know about that Josh doesn't know about, and that would be cornflakes. Oh, yeah. Cornflakes, cornflakes, cornflakes. Yeah. Episode of the Young Ones where Vivian's trying to win a Ford Tipex. And you got to say in 11 words or less what cornflakes means to you. So he just says cornflakes 10 times. And the one guy goes, you'll never win. He says, why not? Because that's only, or that's only like nine, nine words. And he's like, cornflakes. <laughs> well so played, sir. That was uh, not where I was going. I was looking around at songs today as I was mowing, up, mowing about my house as my I was telling Josh earlier, my car was acting up, so my car was in the shop, and uh, I was like, man, it's cold as December. And I was like, oh, hey, I know a song called Cold as December, so that would be my opening. Um, It's been a while, honestly. Uh, What's everybody been up to? You want to give us a quick update, or you want to jump into our our agenda? i got a kid in preschool. I've been... uh, on the road with Night Ranger. I've been what? on the road seeing you guys. Mm-hmm. I did. We'll talk um, about that later. Yeah. And uh, what else? Saw some other concerts uh, that weren't Night Ranger. Me too. So uh, it's all good. Not it's me. all good. <laughs> it's been holding the fort down there in southeastern, southwestern Ohio. Yeah. Brent, what have you been up to there, buddy? I have been up to trying to lose weight. So you're going to watch me vanish before your eyes over the next three months. Ah, that's, a a rumor, of, that's a rumor in the air. I've eaten a lot of grilled chicken, fuck you, and <laughs> drinking a lot of water. There it is. And not really enjoying it. The chicken's been good. You say that, but do you have one of these exclusive fans in motion water bottles? I could have that in three seconds. Tough luck, Buster. Yeah, I just reach into this drawer over here and pull one out and snap it on. But this is an official Night Ranger water bottle. Um, they gave me a bunch of pop and water when I was in Wabash, Indiana. Ah. And so I generally just take this and put it in the freezer every night. So do you have an official Night Ranger water bottle, Andy? I, I do not, so. but I do have a ice-cold Fresca. So. Ooh. Man, yeah. look at me change the logo. I know you're jealous. So anyway, uh, so going back, it's been um, what do you what's it been, Josh? It's been over a well, month. Well, it'll be Six middle of, middle of September, I think, was our last episode. So, uh, and that last episode was the recap of the Cleveland show, the Cleveland the, uh, show, the memorial. The, correct, and I think we originally decided to take a month off, which has turned into <laughs> almost uh, two months, but. Uh, We've been busy, uh, all of us, and 
still doing night ranger stuff but also in our own lives and everything uh so um it's kind of flown by pretty quick yeah, yeah for odd. all you that don't know I, i'm sorry i was gonna speak for you no go ahead andy quit costco <laughs> so we don't have to worry about that anymore but he's been working with a light and what do you call it a rigging company it's a rigging company yeah so i'm he's freaking the- in the rigging uh, I'm like the guys that come in after the show and tear the trusses down and the video screens. And uh, I've learned something. I'm too old for that shit. <laughs> but uh, it's fun. You know, I get the, you're working backstage and you just, you're, there's no glory in it. You're the guy, like after everybody leaves and they applaud, it's like, okay, now you go tear that truss down and then pack it into a truck. Mm. But uh, yeah, it's some different. I'm doing my own thing, right? My own schedule. Um, so that was the last episode. This episode is basically the, the return of the podcast. And uh, as odd as it may sound, I have <laughs> missed these little conversations we've been having. I haven't been able to say hello to anybody. Uh, my better half doesn't respond to me when I say that. She's like, I'm not one of your friends. Stop doing that. <laughs> so, um, so yeah, well, here we got kind of a hodgepodge of stuff to talk about today. And we're, we're going to dig into what we've been up to, um, the good, the bad. There's no ugly in this. It's been a fun couple weeks off, I think. Much needed. Yeah. I, I feel refreshed, although out of practice, uh, a little little pre-production, we were scrambling a little bit, trying to figure out what well, to do I again. Get, I, needed, I... I needed my post-it notes. I'm in a different area, if you guys have noticed. My my basement cave is being, uh, there's an issue. <laughs> there's, it's being redone. Well, I guess also the biggest thing is we are trying a new recording apparatus so what you're if you're watching this on the youtube you're seeing probably a little bit of a different screen so be a little bit of trial and error doing this um for the first time for the first few episodes so bear with us which I mean, if you watch any of the previous episodes, you got to bear with us about every fucking episode. So, <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's um, not much different. <laughs> We're still, you know, hacking through this, trying to figure things out. So, yep. Uh, but, uh, yeah. So, I let's take, I've taken on the Lobot look from, from Empire Strikes Back. <laughs> Lando Calrissian's guy with bald head, yeah. kind of. Well, Brent, show us the artwork you did there. Oh, Return of the Podcast. How about that, ladies and germs? I don't have it scoped down perfectly, but it works for this. It looks very cool. So yeah, it was go. funny. It was funny because I did this and I thought, return, okay, return of the podcast, my return of the Jedi. I thought, oh, I'll just take the, the blade off, put a microphone on it. Well, then I fell down, the, fell down the rabbit hole of looking for a lightsaber microphone and they exist. People make them. So that would be so cool to get one of those. And then Andy starts sending me artwork from a band he was in when he was at Cincinnati where Bobby used the same image. And I'm like, oh, now I feel like a jerk. You're so unoriginal. Yeah. Looks good, though. But I it's like good. it. Yeah, I like the microphone. So looks well, it looks good. Um, so uh, it's in the six weeks that has come and gone, Josh. Is there any Night Ranger news? Anything happening? I, I saw something today <laughs> on the page, but I'll see if you mention it first. Well, the Night Ranger news, I'm trying to think uh, what what's we got going on over the last couple of months. Uh, there was a new show announced, which will be going on sale tomorrow, but it'll already yeah. be on sale once you guys hear this. It's in Bristol, 
Virginia, Bristol, Tennessee, a town I'm very familiar with. I used to work in minor league baseball, and that was one of my first jobs was down there. Um, so there, there's a theater there. Uh, Bristol is a very fun city. The theater is right in the old downtown. So this, the main street, on one side of the street, you're in Virginia. And on the other side of the street, you're in Tennessee. That's why I couldn't understand why I kept saying Bristol, oh, Virginia, yeah, Tennessee. Yeah. Like, I so I think, and I think that street's called State Street. Um, and it's in this cool theater that's down there in the old downtown that's been revived. You know, it's got cool little bars and restaurants down there. Uh, the there's a great little hamburger shop right off that right off that main strip. I can't remember the Burger Bar. I think it's called. Um, it's been there forever. And I think it was the last place that anybody got to talk to Hank Williams at. So if you know the Hank Williams story, they took off from Knoxville. He was sleeping in the back of the car. They stopped at Bristol. And I think the driver asked if he wanted anything to eat. And Hank said, no, they went in, got a sandwich, came out and left. And then when they got to Oak Hill, West Virginia, he had realized that he had passed somewhere between i think there and oak hill but that restaurant's still there so if you get a chance go there and uh see that um are you gonna go to that show josh do you know i would because i like going to bristol but it's the day before the lima show so i probably will not do that but uh, if you get a chance go uh, obviously bristol has the the racetrack there, that's just really cool. If you get a chance to go see, um, Elvis stayed there when he was, uh, when he played Johnson city, Tennessee, there's a, it's a days in now, but, uh, Elvis stayed at the, uh, the days in there. And, uh, but yeah, it's a cool little town. So if you get a chance, go there, those tickets are going on sale. Um, and then last week's, uh, St. Augustine, Florida, Night Rangers playing with sticks in August or in April of 22. So those tickets are on sale. I would say probably you're going to see either some type of tour announcement coming up where it'll be something like Sammy Hagar and White Snake, like it was a couple of years ago. I don't know if it'll be, I know it won't be White Snake because White Snake already scheduled a farewell tour. Or if they don't get on something or they don't want to get on something, then you're going to start seeing some more spring dates announced, stuff like that. Um, other than that, I think the uh, if you still haven't got the blue vinyl from Newberry Comics, I know it was on sale for mm-hmm. five bucks off, $29.99 on their website. So go get that before it sells out. Other than that, what do you got? You got anything I missed? The clear vinyl, there's only like 27 copies left on frontiers.it. I was go playing around it. the other night. I don't have anything. The thing I was going to mention was the Bristol show, and uh, I didn't realize it's right for the Lima show. And I think I'm going to the Lima show, so I have to double check that. So I, I won't be going to that. I don't think I can make that drive. Well, I knew that the Bristol show was cut, like, I knew that that was going to be announced. I didn't know the date. And then when they announced the date, I was like, shit, it's like the one, 
you know, we, cause I really like going to Bristol. I was just there a couple of years ago. And, uh, um, so unfortunately I don't think I'm going to yeah. do that, but if you go, you will enjoy yourself. Also, it's the uh, birthplace of country music. That was where some of the first country music recordings in the twenties were done. Um, Jimmy Rogers, the Carter family. So they got a museum there. I'm celebrating the, uh, birthplace of country music so that's now you're funny. starting to sound like tyler mayhenko that's funny that you brought up little jimmy rogers because we when we were in nashville we went to the madame tussauds wax museum and i walked into a room with all these country legends i looked over my wife's like who's that i said it's little jimmy rogers and she's like who and i swear to god he was like five foot one yeah i got a talk- picture of me you're talking about little jimmy dickens Oh no! Yeah, I said. Oh, yeah, I said Jimmy Dickinson when I said it, but uh, Jimmy Rogers. One of my then, yeah, Jimmy yeah, Rogers. I, know, I just had a faux pas. I got that. Well, I was looking at your bird feeder back there, and you did what I said you should do. Talk about that. Well, I, we'll, I, I never got to ask you about we'll that. Get, we'll get there. We'll get there. I want to know about it. I, so we'll then let's there. move on to new stuff, Josh. New stuff. Well, this one's thanks to Brent. So we have what is the Night Ranger Seven Wishes vinyl uh from japan and i think to get the complete one you need to have the the order form and then there's a plastic like one of those little plastic records and i don't i don't know if this is the one that actually has it i got two of these but i don't have that but anyways there's a little plastic uh promo record that comes with it has sentimental street something from acdc twisted sister so if you look at that Obi, Obi, you got that. Well, Brent sent me some pictures of this record shop yeah. in Cincinnati. And I noticed there was a different Obi for it. And I said, did they, did they Frankenstein it? Well, at first I thought it was folded at the, at a, you know, because it's almost the same. If, you know, everything else, I thought, yeah, well, with the just, exception of the guitar. Well, I just thought that maybe the guitar was on the back, you know, folded over. But it's not. Yeah. So it is a different Obi. So this one is a little bit harder to find. So you have one without the guitar. And then you have one with the guitar. <clears throat> so, and I know there's a lot of people on the page that have complained that ever since they started listening to the podcast, their vinyl collection has been increasing along with their funds that they've been spending on vinyl um so there you go search it down then the other thing i got which i have never seen this before which says something brent i think i showed you so um but i'm surprised i've never i have been on ebay buying stuff from night ranger for 22 years 23 years before that records shows or going to the store and buying whatever they had i saw this i never seen it before didn't even know existed and i knew about it you didn't know shit yes i did a single yeah a cassette single for forever all over again unopened so it's got the hype sticker what yeah, idiot didn't part. open that? It's a great song. Anybody? What's, what's the B side? Yeah. Um. New York Time. Brintree. 
I don't remember. As always, I remain. Anything for, for you. you. That was my, that was, that's what I meant to say. So anyways, number one, I was just surprised that they still had cassette singles in 1997. But they did. So there you go. Um, not that it's worth anything that it's that rare, <laughs> but it is, you know, I've just never seen one. So they are rare. Yeah. I no, mean, they, it, it completes uh, if you're collecting, if you got to have it. Like I said, it's the first one I've ever seen on eBay in 22, 23 years. So, isn't that crazy? There you go. There's a, I got actually more stuff, but I'll space it oh, out. I'm sure you got a box full. There's a whole bunch of shit behind me. <laughs> Let me grab some. Let's do one more. What we got? Uh, let's see here. Ah, we'll do this one. Has no, uh, no cover anything, but I'd never seen it before, so it wasn't that expensive. I just figured, what the hell? Night Ranger, Dawn Patrol. Where's it from? It is, I don't know if you can see there. Manufactured by Jig Record Corp. Uh, Ministry, Culture Information. It's going um, to be uh, South Korea. Wow. So this was a South Korean cassette um, of Dawn Patrol. I wish now it had a, had a cover, now, but... It, and now they know why it didn't sell there very well. It didn't have a cover. Well, maybe it never came with one. Don't see anything... Well... Don't tell me you love me. Sing me away. And I sleeps. Call my name. Eddie. Young girl in love. Play rough. Penny, Night Ranger. What song's missing? Young Girl in Love. Can't Find Me a Thrill is not on here. Really? I knew something was missing. Junk. Well, you know why. <laughs> you know why. Because this has to be approved by the Ministry of Culture and Information. And as I said, Can't Find Me a Thrill has always been the grittiest kind of like Night Ranger lyrics. They saw. Yeah. They were like, they got to Eddie's coming no out tonight. They're like trousers, check mark, good to go. They got the can't find me a thrill. They got the cocaine, got to be left off. Right, negative so, rider, not happening. So if you look, there is no can't find me a thrill. They're probably not allowed to have any thrills in well, South Korea, North South Korea? Korea, South Korea. Yeah, no thrills. Um, Thank you. Yeah, so uh, that's. Probably one of the main reasons why when Night Ranger tours uh, South Korea, they don't play that song. All right. There you go. So there's some new stuff. Uh, Aren't you got anything new? I do, but I was going to save it for one more talking. Sure. Can do. All right. Andy. Then let's move on to your fan. I don't have anything. I never have anything new. You I got, got this a new shirt. I got, you got this shirt. Pearl Jam pops behind you. Well, those aren't mine. Those are... Uh, the ladies, I got coincidentally. I know what roomies him since I went to his house for the first time. <laughs> I got a bag of guitar picks, but that's what we talked about later. Damn, those were over in the drawer. <laughs> I forgot to bring them over here. All right, Brandy, anything fans in motion? You want to rep, I do. Rep, represent? Gonna, it's been a while. I've been seeing a lot of the stickers, Josh, been mailing stuff out. I have, yeah, 
Yeah, I was going to highlight some of them, but I didn't because I figured we would just talk about them. But Josh already touched on this, but Carl Eichelman was either yeah, wow, either celebrating or <laughs> complaining about his new Night Ranger addiction since he started on this page and checking out the podcast. That's awesome, so, man. Yeah, this yeah, is all he's acquired there. since he's been a member here. I don't see a Dawn Patrol. I see a couple of three Midnight Madnesses. There's, a, there's two Dawn Patrols. Oh, wait, no. What's at the bottom? Well, I, I guess I was trying to go in order. But What's I guess the top not. corner? That um, is California Jam. That's Cal ah. Jam 2. Yeah. Uh, Gatefold Record. Um, and he's got the blue vinyl. He's got um, Big shit. Life at the top. I need to go get that uh, new. Three Midnight Madnesses. I can see two Dawn Patrols, two Seven Wishes, a Man in Motion. ATBPO and the other looks like a promo copy of probably just a song, a DJ promo. That's a good start, right, Josh? Starter kit. That's that's more than a good start. He's got multiple copies of records. I love it. Yeah. Okay, so we're gonna move on from there. Thank you, Carl Eichelman. Nice. Well done, sir. Glenn Bogan. Glenn Pog Bogan posted some awesome picks from 1984. Yeah, look at that. Yeah, I wish I could have put all 20-something on here, but of course I couldn't. Such a such a cool um, posting that he did. It blew me away when I saw that. Um, Lori Barf, actually, I don't want to talk to you early, but got to meet Lori Barr in Dixon, Tennessee, along with Sarah Griffith. And um, Lori Barr posted some good pictures from Dixon and that's good because mine didn't turn out that great. So I've enjoyed looking at everybody else's. And to um, expand on that show, our buddy Andy Parker took a picture of some fan. Yeah, Dixon. I forgot to get his name. <laughs> yeah, he didn't get his name. And, you know, this was posted on the page, of course. The guy made his little banner and we gave him stickers. And what, what, what have, well, actually, Andy, or you gave him stickers. I forgot mine back at the hotel. Josh, Andy, got a pick for him. Yeah, got a pick for him. It was so cool because we just turned around. This guy had made a homemade sign, you know, and it's like. Did he did he make it for that show or is that something he made back in the 80s? That I don't know. Yeah. Don't but, know that, but it looked pretty new. Yeah, it's pretty cool looking. though. It's nice to see. Yeah. And um, our final fans of motion thing. Um, my buddy, Ken Rodinas, who just got back from the kiss cruise. Look at that. He, um, joined the page right before he left. Um, he caught a very special Kelly or Carrie Kelly pick and he got to meet all the guys. It looks like that's one thing we didn't discuss about night Ranger news. They just got done with the kiss cruise, put on two shows. And I haven't seen the set list from both shows, but from what I understand, they were two different shows not you know i'm sure they still played four in the morning at both and what have you but supposedly they were going to shake the set list up for the second show i heard but yeah ken ken if anybody um cares is a guitar pick collector and he has more he has like every era every guitar pick that kiss has ever had um and he runs a site called kiss picks and sticks oh yeah that's the guy you were telling me about yeah 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 ken's I, a really I good guy and coincidentally, he lives about 20 minutes from me. And no idea till about three years ago um, when our paths crossed again. So, um, Ken, thanks for sharing. He's been posting to the page today and some awesome stuff. So that's what we have for Fans of Motion for right now. And I have like two other picks I'm going to throw up later. So 
Very cool, Brent. Looks like you haven't lost any of your touch with your uh, representation there, the fans in motion page. I'm pretty bad at it. (laughs) You know, and you haven't lost any of your touch being the Peter Tamarkin of um, fans in motion. (laughs) Peter Tamarkin, what's that? Peter Tamarkin is the host of... um, of um whammy what you what you call it press oh. your luck <laughs> no way you know yeah. what i really want and this is That's... slightly off topic but i want one of those really long 70s you know oh, microphones oh. oh okay you know talking oh, the about gene rayburn oh my god i was watching an old episode of uh card sharks or something i was like god i want that microphone so bad yeah real skinny with a little teeny knob on top that's the best let's move away from that for it turns wrong well, when you said I really want a long, I'm like, ooh. All right. So there. let's do another quick recap. Let's go down to the list here. Uh, recap of the Cleveland show, the Repepi Memorial, which was, um, I know we've talked about it, still had a great time, still kind of reeling in that. I was wearing my Danny shirt around the house the other day, and I was like, man, this was a, that was a fun night. Um, I was accused of things I didn't do, Josh, but uh, still a good night. Don't touch this one. <laughs> great to yeah. see people there. Great to meet people. And of course, great to see Night Ranger just killing it once again. Yeah, that's the uh, good thing about the fans in motion page. No matter what show you go to, there's someone there that you know um, from the page. So yeah, you're never alone. Yeah, I love it. Brent, you got any more thoughts on that before we move yeah. on? It's um, actually I had just found a video I posted, I think yesterday from that show, little montage somebody threw together on YouTube. And man, that still goes down as one of my all time favorite shows. Uh, The band was on fire, but meeting all those people um, for the first time, it it was just because, like I said, for the past, if if Andy can't go or he's not in town. I'm going to Night Ranger by myself. Right. That's just the way it's been. The last time I didn't go by myself was I took my two kids with me. And Lexi, who just turned 15, was, God, this was um, the high road tour. And she's falling asleep, wanting to go, blah, blah, blah. And so I left after they played Penny. Yeah. And I've never walked out of a Night Ranger show early, and it was killing me. <laughs> killing me and i'm like and i didn't get grumpy but i'm like you know because i said if we're going you're gonna stay for the whole show i don't want none of this bull crap blah 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 you know but the only thing that was really <laughs> beneficial by having the two kids i'm standing on the thing and jack blaze is talking to somebody and i held up my cds and my girls were waving to him so he motioned for somebody to come over and get my cds and he signed them that's cool so so i used my kids there you go hey why not um so the illinois show yeah so that was the following weekend like september 18th and i mean we've talked about it some before but i mean if you don't know yes i mean i there's others but i help with the social media for night ranger jack kelly and i help with eric sometime um they still have input and everything to it. It's just, um, you know, just, just for example, some of the physical postings are done. Well, by it's just like, let's just put an example today with Kelly. 
there was the uh, the Kiss Cruise, and they had that drum off, and that kid won. Kelly sends me the pick and says, "Hey, I want to put something up, you know, uh, right. saying that, you know." And he basically writes, you know, kind of an idea of what he wants to say, and I just take that picture, space it right, maybe add an emoji or something, yeah, and some hashtags, and I post it. So, you know, is it Kelly posting that? Not physically, but it's his words, his ideas. Yeah. Um, now, when you see a post on Night Ranger and it's, uh, hey, get tickets this weekend or get tickets on sale tomorrow. All right. That's not Jack Blade's message <laughs> of me and going, hey, let's sell these tickets. I mean, it's just none of these bands are doing that. So I, I just want to clear some things up or some misconceptions, you know, that, you know, the band has input on what's going on on these posts so i was going out to the illinois show i had i didn't have my kid that weekend it was only like a it wasn't that far a drive for me five and a half hours and so i went out and i got you know got there early and got a bullshit with ed and them um it was actually a good show to be at. It was warm out. There was places to sit. Uh, very big crowd. I don't know if you guys saw the photos, but it's a. It was a thing called mm-hmm. Songs for Soldiers. Yep. And uh, what's really great was the first guy that Ed introduced me to. You know, he mentioned that I was in the military, and we were both mentioned that we were in Iraq. We both were serving at the same time over there. So we were like just bouncing places off each other and, and sharing stories. But um, but uh, cool show. Um, trying to think uh, if anything unique really. Did went. you bump into anybody from the page there? There were. There's a there's a picture up. Uh, Sarah and Lori got there, but they weren't in the picture because they were up front. So it was a general admission type thing. Mm. So, uh, yes, I unfortunately Mike I think was there. Yep. And there was another. There was a couple there that I can't remember their names, but uh, we got a picture. Um, I got some great pictures from the back with the crowds and the flags and stuff. Yeah. <clears throat> but uh, what was cool was I got there early. You know, talked to. You know, hung out with that a little bit. Went and got Carl some White Castles. Nice. Um, I went back to the hotel, and I'm down in the lobby, and there's this light show that was going on, and I'm kind of I, I kind of stopped, and I'm looking up, and I kind of look down, and I see someone next to me, and I think they kind of saw me look too, and we both looked at each other. It was Brad. <laughs> <laughs> he goes, he goes, hey Josh, and that was kind of cool. That he knew my name, but yeah. uh, I mean, I only do their social media, but uh, he's like, it just started. He's like, what's this? I'm like, I don't know, <laughs> but it was this, <laughs> this cool light show at the uh, hotel. But, uh, you know, I talked to Brad a little bit and uh, I don't know. Uh, I got a ride, actually rode with the band back to the venue just because of the drive and everything and the vehicle situation and stuff. But uh so good show. Um, we did put up some cool photos and everything from them. 
there. I think that's where I got your uh, Carrie Kelly guitar picks. It is. You redid the Night Ranger logo to have Carrie's name, and he used those on his guitar picks. And Ryan went through and got me each individual one, and I got you a set, and I got Andy a set. Yeah. So you guys have that complete collection of it's awesome. The Brent made Carrie Kelly logo. Yeah, I'm trying to pull that up right now as we speak. Which, you know, if we can just take a brief second, I mean, how cool is that? I mean, you know, this is a band we all grew up listening to, had their posters on our wall. Josh is now, you know, he hangs with them from time to time. He looks to his right and there's Brad. I mean, what a dream come true. And then Brent, who, you know, we've talked about it before the the time consuming effort it takes him to do these because he's not using any kind of adobe art program the man's doing it with a paintbrush right brent yeah and it takes him forever and he does this just to do it and he it's a labor of love literally for brent and then carrie messages him and says hey can you do mine and then it's a guitar pick and then you're at a show and it's thrown out and you get to hold that and go Holy crap. Like this is, I did this. It's pretty cool for, you know, just some fans that well, actually, started something. stopped on the way back from that Illinois show. And we went through the picks and I gave him his set there. Yeah. So he didn't even have to wait. Yeah. It's so cool. I mean, I've told, I, I carry one of them in my wallet. And I show it to people and we start talking night ranger randomly in, in places where my wife's like, would you stop talking to people randomly about night ranger? But then I pull out the pit and go, my buddy designed that. Like that's, that's, I know the guy who did that. So it's funny. It's funny that you mentioned that because I was going through pictures tonight to put a thing and I found this. Let me turn that off. And that's the beginnings of trying to make it into 3D and drawing it. Yeah. You know, getting, getting my basis for it. And, oh, God. And so when, when Carrie, when Carrie reached out, I remember telling Andy, I'm like, oh my God, I've done it like 10 different times and just scrapped it. <laughs> There was, you know, things that just didn't match up and it had to be perfect. And then when he finally got around to doing it, I still went back and made some touch-ups then. Yeah. And I, now I see touch-ups I should have made more. Like the K should have been bigger in Carrie or Kelly. Um, you know, but hey, if he ever does it again, I'll, I'll you know, I'll correct it. But I, I don't think anybody's going to bitch about it. No. Um, so far, everybody who's gotten one is um, some people send me messages and saying how cool it is. And, it, you know, and it doesn't suck. It's it's very cool to do. Um, you well, know, like I said it, it's it's cool to have a band that you looked up to as a kid. And now. You know, I mean, it, it's you're yeah. in their universe. Yeah. In the universe. Well, like I told you, when we walked into Cle when I walked into Cleveland by myself, Josh wasn't there. And the very first person I saw, there's Jack Blades after I've already broke through the barrier. Yeah. And he turns to his, says, hey, Brent Walter. And you're just like, well, this ain't right. Yeah, I haven't had that luxury yet. <laughs> the universe man that knows me by my name. Yeah. And it's kind of surreal. I, you know, I just played off real cool. I don't want to bother the guy too much, you know. I'm like, Jack, what's up? He's like, yeah, nothing. Well, it's good and i just move along you know 
Love it. Don't know what just showed it. And the other thing, the one of the other things I did in the meanwhile, while we weren't doing the podcast, is I went and saw the mighty Guns and Roses. Um, I had actually seen Guns and Roses, I don't know, two thousand six, when it was just Axel. And that was a very weird show in itself. Uh, was that with Buckethead on guitar? I don't think Buckethead was with. <laughs> he'd already. Was he was that- already already out of the band by then but uh here in cincinnati i was in cleveland at gund arena where cavaliers play it was the eagles of death metal sebastian bach and then guns and roses well the weird thing the only reason why i went was i got tickets like half price um off ebay or something and uh so it's like i said it's at gund arena and Eagles of Death Metal come out and play for an hour or so. There's a break. Sebastian Bach plays, and it's still like late. I'm like, you know, God, this concert's going to run a little bit late. So Sebastian Bach maybe ends like at 11, 15 or something, right? Guns N' Roses didn't come on to 130. Yep. For an arena show, like, you know, like most of those places, you know, they're like right on time. They got You're paying overtime for that. Concession workers. And the thing is, the arena was half full. It was just dead looking. And I remember Axel, I guess, didn't like the Eagles of Death Metal because he called them the Pigeons of Shit Metal. And I just remember now, I mean, it was okay. And they played for a while, but I, I, I hit like 330. <laughs> I was like, I'm fucking done. Like, I'm, I gotta go. I was. <laughs> hell i was still in my 20s then probably so uh or at least yeah 29 or so so uh so yeah that was the first time i saw them anyways they were right on time for this show you know slash is probably one of my favorite guitarists so i enjoy seeing slash they played for over three hours and what was great was you heard all the hits that you wanted you heard new stuff you know new songs that they They've just been releasing. You yeah. heard stuff off Chinese Democracy, some Velvet Revolver, and then you heard Deep Cuts, Double Talk and Jive off of the Illusions record. Um, so, yeah, you know, it, it's, it was. Can I ask you a question about the set list? Yeah. Um, I know while most people pan Chinese Democracy, there were two songs on that album that I really, truly love. Did they play better? in street of dreams that you can recall they um, usually do they played better i know i have to think back to street of dreams or have to look okay. i can't remember but yeah chinese democracy i got that when it came out and the first thing that surprised me was how much guitar was on it, it's not a bad album it gets it, panned but it's not that bad it's album. i like the album like i said i, I was surprised how much gu- guitar was on it because slash wasn't there but it's a very guitar driven album um yeah it's just you know it's when anything is that hyped and has that much mystery it's never going to to uh live live up to it but um and where'd you see him at in columbus the shot i think yeah Um, but uh good show um yeah, what's crazy is I saw Slash 
I saw him in 95 at the Newport with Slash of Snake Pit is packed. I saw him six years later, Slash of Snake Pit, 2001 at the Newport. Place was practically empty. I went and saw him the next week up and again, 2001, but the next week um, at a club called Peabody's in Cleveland. Yeah, I've heard of that. Place wasn't very big. Um, maybe a hundred people there. One of the best shows I've ever seen. Guess who was the guitarist? The other guitarist in that band. That was Kerry Kelly. It was Kerry Kelly. Uh -huh. I have a shit. I have a shit ton. I got like three or four from that. Uh, from those shows of Kerry slash a snake pit guitar picks. Um, but yeah, the, and if you want a good rock album, go get the second record slash a snake pit it's called ain't life grand if you just want a good sleazy hard rock record is probably on my list still of just fantastic records rod jackson was a hell of a singer um so there guns and roses um what else what i saw another concert right after that oh alice cooper and ace freely ah uh. I was supposed to go that here in Nashville. I did not because they predicted rain. I did not buy a ticket and it did not rain. And I was very irritated with myself. I should have just bought the ticket. Yeah, it was they fun. just announced Alice Cooper here for January. Yeah, he's yeah. doing another short tour. Yeah. He's uh, playing Wabash where we there saw Night Ranger. Yep. Well, on our time off, I did. Um, I went to Red Rocks to see Nathaniel Rateliff. Uh, not to get on tangent, just went to saw him. Did a uh, Red Rocks is phenomenal. If you've never been, do yourself a favor. That's a bucket list place to go to see a concert, if nothing else. Um, yeah, what about that place in Tennessee you went to to, to see him? Saw Nathaniel in a, in a new venue down here in Tennessee called. Um, I forget the actual name of it, but it's in an old rock quarry, and it looks kind of like red rocks but it's not it's but it's a rock quarry that someone just sunk a ton of money into fabulous venue i posted some pictures on my personal page that wasn't the caverns was it we were talking it's not about? the caverns it's it's a new venue and it is it's it's worth if you're ever down here and you get a show it's worth it is it is stunning um i went to california to the ohana music festival it's a three-day festival on the beach in uh, doheny state park uh, that's mainly for my wife. She is a, a Pearl Jam fan, and Pearl Eddie Vedder is part of the organizer, owner of the Ohana Festival. So it's a lot of um, it's Pearl Jam, it's My Morning Jacket, uh, the Black Pumas. Um, you know, if if you're on the Night Ranger page, these probably aren't the bands you you listen to a lot. But uh, Brandy Carlisle, Brandy Carlisle was there. Uh, Glenn Hansard, who's one of my favorite singer songwriters. And a lot of acts you don't know, but they're up and coming. It's kind of the future of music and maybe a little alternative, but it's a fun time and it's on the beach and just three days of food trucks and music. And um, that was a great time. And then uh, I'm sure I'm missing something else I did, but uh, but that's that was my concert experience on my time off. What does Ohana mean, Andy? Good, Good day, sir. It's Hawaiian for family. If you watch Legal and Stitch, you know that. There you go. Madison's over there shaking her head. Yep. Now, not <laughs> not only is this a informational podcast about Night Ranger, you're learning foreign languages. Well, yeah, Hawaiian. 
it's foreign enough for me. Um, anything else, Brent? If you did anything you want to talk about concert wise, besides we got one that we're going to talk about. No, I have not done anything outside of the Night Ranger scope. Was going to go see Kiss the day oh. after we went to Dixon, Tennessee, and start me we were all Josh no. and I were motoring home. Josh, we'll, man, we'll, we'll get we'll get to that. Uh, so when I was in Illinois, I was sitting back here bullshitting with Ed, and he's you know scheduling stuff, and he asked me about the following month if I was going to s- Monsters on the Mountain. Pigeon Forge. And I said, no, I go, I may go to Nashville because it's Brent's birthday, but at the Kiss show is the very next day. So if I did go to Nashville, it's basically Brent's birthday. I'm going to go turn and burn and come back. And he's like, well, can you help me out in Pigeon Forge? And we talked a little bit and, you know, that arm was twisted a few times and I was like, sure. So, um, in the middle of October, I went down and helped Ed and the guys at Monsters on the Mountain in Pigeon Forge. It's a three-day 80s rock, I guess, festival. Uh, Very well done. If I mean, the price tag was high on that, you know, that I, I saw. And I was like, I would never probably go to that. And being there it's like you know what you kind of get your money's worth the venue is incredible uh the conte center um new big convention center very nice very beautiful um right in the heart of pigeon forge and um so i'm trying to think uh, it was great because um Karabi was playing out in the like there was like a little setup out in the parking lot uh so Karabi was playing there i i was watching Karabi a little bit now this is later in the evening like i'd been there all day kind of helping ed move shit and get stuff and um and eric texted me as you know he's like asking me what i'm doing i was like well i got a little time and so we went and grabbed a couple beers and we went out and watched um, Kicks, I think. And then I was like, well, we got a fans in motion thing. I told people I'd meet them at 645. So we went out there and I didn't see anybody. Now it was a general admission. So a lot of people were staying up front again. But uh, so that's why I posted that group photo of just me and Eric. Um, <laughs> out there because it was just I'm like all right i don't think anyone's coming uh great merch though they had all kinds like they, all three nights the the merch was up there so i got a monsters of the mountain actual concert shirt for the, the three-day event i got this there you go the screen for john karabi you might not believe this but i had all the night ranger shirts that they were selling there and uh shocker so i didn't get any of those but um all right so the you know night range or all right so what uh don't don't gloss over the vince neal thing well there's a couple you took this picture didn't you i did there static boy uh and uh so 
all right so we're what we're there's there's a big you can see how long that backstage is all right there was two stages so you would have two stages one would be dark while they're setting it up the other band would be playing and then when that band's done this band's ready to go so they could just bands non-stop back and forth uh so we're back there and i'm just snapping you know hey get together here get together here and you can see we have everybody but eric um you got all of night ranger minus eric the the metal show that metal show you got jim florentine uh don jameson eddie trunk that's Zoltan Chaney, the drummer for yeah, Vince Neil. That's who that is. Uh, back there in the corner. I think he used to be in Slaughter too. Um, so yeah, he I mean, was. I got. Uh, I did make Eric. I'm like, I grabbed Eddie Trunk. I'm like, hey, you get a picture with Eric. You know, can you, you know? And so I made Eric. You know, Eric's kind of you now. Eric's a little shy, so I did get a picture with Eddie and Eric. But I got. Uh, you know, there's multiple photos out there. I got a really good one. I haven't posted the Night Ranger page, but it's uh, Brad and Eddie. And Brad, I, I think he's got his arm around him and he's maybe holding on the guitar neck or something. Really good photo. Um, so I, I talked to Eddie for a little bit. Um, once it had died down, I had to just pat Vince on the back and just say, dude, I'm a big fan. He just smiled and said, thanks. And I was just like, I remember I was, uh, Ed, you know, Rafefi standing there, and I was like, "How the fuck did I get here?" <laughs> you know, and he's like, "I guided you, my friend," or something like that. You know, yeah. Um, but it was a little surreal. I mean, I didn't take it in because I was kind of in work mode. You know, like, okay, I, God, I want this for the page, and I want this for the page, and this, and so I'm just snapping away, just getting tons of shots. I mean, I some of them turned out. I got a really good candid one of jack and vince just talking off on their own um that i got a good picture right before all that started eric i think we posted on his page walking up on the stage and yeah, walking yeah. down it uh so i got like a ton of those you know which again i just get as much as i can so i can use them throughout till i get more i guess you know next yeah january or well actually it'll be next month but um so so we got that so night ranger comes on you know i take some photos while they're on and i'm actually helping ed most of that time and um i'm actually helping i think whitney and james comes walking by and he goes vince fell from the the dak that's what i heard just as he's walking yeah. you know running by now, Dak means something to me. If you say Dak, that's probably why I heard it. Um, I can't remember what the acronym is, but the Dak pad in Afghanistan is a pad that was all off by itself where we would unload planes with like armor and explosives. Yeah. So if it blows up, you're just <laughs> blowing me up and not everybody else. Um, so I, you know, so I'm like, Dak, like, what was the only like what kind of deck pad would they have here anyways what he said was deck he fell off the deck yeah. not the deck so uh i did not see it i did i was inside and i did see the first song or two and vince vince looked fine vince nothing seemed wrong with him you know because vince has that reputation like oh vince was drinking yeah. off stage 
Vince looked good, sounded good. Uh, nothing crazy going on. That was a very dark venue. You yeah. can't tell it in that photo, but where that photo was taken, which was backstage, um, before, I, th- I don't think they knew how to turn those lights on at first because they weren't turning them on. And the, when we were back there, I had to watch like almost every step that I took. And then on out in the crowd part, again, it was just a very dark venue. No windows. It's inside. And the only lights they really had on was the lights from the stage and these kind of like neon lights that were just on the side. And um, so it was just a very dark venue, which was nice. But not except for not, Vince. <laughs> and there is, there was just a little gap between the stage yeah. and these, uh, uh, these, I think, these, some type of speakers. I think I, I can't remember what yeah, they was were there. speakers on the floor. Um, and he took that step. And I think he thought it was a continuation. There was tape there. Now, again, it being so dark, you got lights in your eyes, you maybe didn't see the tape. Um, or you thought it was a continuation of the stage. I don't know, but he did. He fell right into that gap. Yeah. And uh, yeah. Um, so, but, uh, you know, everybody was worried about him. He just ended up breaking a couple ribs. So everything was, you know, it wasn't as bad as I guess it could have been. But uh, um, so, yeah, there's a little bit of excitement on that end. Now, what I don't know about that show after Vince did that, did they have guest singers come up and do songs or did they just stop? Honestly, I don't know because I was not out there. From my understanding, when I read up on it and Eddie Trunk talked about it on his show, that the band, which is Dana Strom, uh, I forget who his guitar player is. Is Jeff Blando still? I think they stepped up and, and sang and just, finished up what they could um i'm sure there was a little bit of a break there while they got vince out of the situation well before that well crappie was already gone uh was he yeah uh so one thing that was kind of cool was remember i said i watched the first song or two and i'm I'm in the back you know i just i'd come out and i'm in the back just watching there's no one around me. And then I see someone kind of standing next to me. And I look, I eventually glance over. It was Eddie trunk. I'm like, yeah. you know, I'm like, Hey Eddie, I go, look at, I wanted to show him that picture. I had just taken not too long ago of him and Brad. And he's like, Oh dude, you know, send that to me, blah, blah, blah. And he ended up using those on his, um, his social yeah, personal stuff. stuff. Yeah. So um, the next night, was Dixon, Tennessee, which is right outside of Nashville. Yep. Um, totally different than <laughs> Monsters of the Mountain. Uh, it was this, I mean, it was, you know, a smaller venue. Uh, it was at a, uh, had a stage set up at, set up at a local fairground and they had three or four bands, um, not i mean they may be national acts out but i never heard of them but they were good um and so that you know was a show that you know again i'm you know ed's put my ass to work on that one so uh, i was doing a lot of stuff but uh but then there was a lot of dead time i remember telling you guys don't come because there's yeah 
nothing going on here. Yeah. Um, I remember I'd message you. I was like, Josh, you want to come hang out at my house? He's like, dude, that's like an hour for me. Like half hour in, half hour back. Yeah. And I was like, God, it's true. I didn't think about that. But I was like, there's nothing going on there. But then um it was kind of, it was cold that day, especially for Tennessee. Yeah. Um yeah, it was so hot for the first two days I was down there. I was sweating. Yeah. And when Friday hit, I was going to go out to eat with Andy and Teresa. And I realized all my clothes, because I packed, in my mind, I was there for Friday, Saturday, and even Sunday. Now, we got there Thursday, but I packed for Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. Don't know why. I'm stupid. I'm so damn excited. And so, yeah, I had to go to Walmart and buy another shirt. Got the shirt back to the hotel, put it on, and the neck was so damn tight. I got to take that back. I couldn't wear it, but it was hot. It yeah. was very hot. I mean, sweat was, you could feel it going down your body. And then to wake up and then see the, see the weather forecast. And it was going to be what? 51 degrees yeah, from 80, like 89 degrees all in a day, man, that was a shock to the system, but it was good. We had a lot of body heat around us. <laughs> Dixon. Well, sorry. I didn't mean to jump on you it, there, Josh. Oh, no, you're right. Uh, so, you know, the front of the stage was set up in pods, but if you'd bought the VIP pods, you could go to the front, which was a good deal. Um, so you guys showed up. I We were lost. Uh, came out and <laughs> led you guys to your area, and we bullshitted for a while. Um, I think that's when I got you your pick set. Yes. Um, and... Got a lot of decent photos there. I went live for one song, uh, four in the morning, and um, got uh, some decent pics there. You guys had seats right up front. I got a couple good pictures yeah. of you guys. Um, we needed to get a picture together, though, all three of us. And I don't know. Yeah. We're so damn, damn dumb, we don't even think about it. Well, we were excited, you know, for those that were in, not in the know. It was well, Brent's birthday, like we were talking. And it, Brent, oh. you want to talk about your birthday gift? Yeah. This has been, well, yeah, but this has been planned since we had Eddie Repepe on that early Sunday morning. And when he said, um, we're going to be in Nashville on October 16th, I'm going to, oh, I am going to that show, you know. Yep. Um, well, but, I think me and Andy were on the phone when those tickets went on sale <laughs> trying to figure out what he was going to get. Yeah, I, I drug my feet and ended up not getting the very front pod. Josh is like, you, you got to make a decision, man. You're you're losing these pods. Oh. It's like going. But it turned out I was actually had a good spot, I think, Josh, because well, it, I didn't know it, there was that open front space that we were going to be able to step up. I'm like, well, then heck, yeah. it doesn't matter. Yeah, it well, didn't matter what pod you had. No one sat in them, really. I no. Mean, no. So I guess all went up for front. The back came to the front. Yeah. They, they let those people come to the front, which was fine. Um, but I remember Andy saying, well, what are you going to do? I said, I'm just going to buy tickets, the general mission tickets. I ain't worrying about it, you know? Yeah. Um, but yeah, I'm sitting there and we are in the middle of BFE for all you people from the eighties. <laughs> um, if you all said, you know, where, where yeah. are you going? BFE. And we were in the middle of BFE. Um, I don't know. Well, why do we, why do people even say that? I don't know. It was bum F Egypt. That's what yeah. that means. Um, anyway, so I'm sitting in my chair 
um, watching my wife eating Zaxby's and I'm, and I'm not hungry, but I'm wanting, I'm wanting that chicken. And next thing I know, I'm getting mauled by Eddie Repepe. Ed comes up from behind me and he just give me this big ass bear hug. And I'm like, what the hell? I thought it was Josh. And he's just hugging me and he says, happy birthday. And he reaches under his shirt and he, oh, I got to turn off the background on it. Because yeah. it's not show- oh, maybe if I do it back here. Yeah. Right, right. Oh, that's really yeah i gotta no. turn off the background sorry about that anyway and he hands me a autographed signed drum head by the entire band there we go we in the middle there no nope, a little more to your right there you go oh yeah you covered my face that's what you were trying to give me no no face. you couldn't see it all leave it there so we can take it in yeah so um so yeah it caught me off guard and i actually got choked up yeah because i totally wasn't expecting anything like that and you know, I don't I don't expect anything out of anybody generally. And so when somebody goes above and beyond and you know does that, you know, yeah, it was it awesome, makes, man. And so and then he sits there and he's you know, he's kind of laughing at me. <laughs> yeah. And um then he turns around and said, pulls two more out of his well. We gotta give two to you guys too because we can't just give it to him. I'm like, you know, you know, so he's wishing these guys happy birthday. You yeah. Know? Yeah. So, so we each got to so thank God it was my birthday. Otherwise, you wouldn't got one. Each got a signed drum head. Mine is nowhere to be found at this stage of the oh, game. You put the oh. sticker on it, huh? Yep. Look well, at I got, that. Yeah, if you look, I got two Kelly Kagi autographs at the top. Yeah, yours is very unique. Oh, you got the matte finish, and I got the, we got the I got the glossy. The glossy. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I don't. I just. Yeah, you the, to, I'd take the smallest one. Uh, well, it didn't matter. Um, but before that happened, you know, we were sitting there. Like I said, my wife was eating Zaxby's. I, Annie and Teresa were eating Zaxby's. And one of the opening bands, Bones Owens. Yeah. And, and I remember laughing at that name, uh, Bones Owens. Bones comes out with him and just a drummer. Yeah. And they had a country feel but very Black Sabbath with his guitar, just a drummer and a guitar player. And I believe he had some samples of basses, you know, when he hit this pedals and everything. And so I walked out and bought the Bones Owen CD at the merch booth. And it's really good. He's a local guy in Nashville. This is evidently like his third or fourth CD. But what's funny is it's not as heavy as it was live. It's got some girl backup singers and what have you. Now, he was the only dude singing, and that drummer was just beating the hell out of his skins. It was fantastic. I would, you know, I love when I'm blown away by something I, I have no expectations from. Right. So, when I'm out there at the merch booth buying the CD, I take a gander at the Night Ranger booth, and the only thing I don't have there is the hoodie. Yeah, the hoodie. And and you know, being good businessmen that Night Ranger are, they mark those hoodies up to I think sixty five dollars at night. Yeah. And they only had they only had one left in extra fat, and the ladies like everyone but this one is sold, and we only have two more mediums and blah blah. So that was her best selling item of the night. Sure. I sold it. I sold out. I sold yeah, out. They, they capitalized on those hoodies in the cold air. Yeah. So that was pretty cool. But yeah going to the concert it was fantastic um andy and i were in the front singing every song josh and i josh would come out every every now and then look through the grass for guitar picks and take some pictures 
And after the show was over, Jen and Cindy, also known as two of the Rangerettes, come over and hand me a Kelly Keggy drumstick. Look at that. Which um, I, I've never had a Kelly Keggy drumstick. Had, I've had, had one hit my hand that night when they were all doing the, the solo yep. thing. And I thought that was really cool. So Jen and Cindy, I love you too. You're awesome. And then Kelly came out to say hi to us. So that Kelly's class act. Yeah. But um, that was my second night ranger show with the Carrie Kelly pick in action. I still have not caught a Carrie Kelly pick that I designed at a concert. And I'm looking forward to doing that. There's actually yeah. one pick I need to make a third set. Wow. You know, one extra pick. Look at you. So big brain on Brent. And it was really cool because the guy next to Andy was talking Andy's ear off. And Josh, did you get did Josh give him a pick? Yeah, the guy I was talking to uh was a uh, old school night ranger guy i think he said this only the second time he'd ever get to see him something like that and um i kind of gave him a heads up when they were going to toss the sticks and he caught a stick and he was super excited and josh was and he was doing some work for the band josh sometimes has some picks in his pocket and i kind of asked him if he had one and josh had something i forget which one he handed him might have been a bread pick but man the guy was super excited he was so happy and you know he was loving it. He's singing and, and they, they started playing like they did sing me away. And he just looked at me. He's like, hell yeah. You know, and then when they did uh, rumors, I mean, it just it was fantastic when he was on cloud nine. Man. And it was it was rumors. It was fantastic. Too. It's just it's fun. You know, we've all seen them so many times and we kind of can predict what's going to come and to be next to somebody or with somebody who's not, you know, not sure what's coming. You kind of, hey, man, get your hands up. It's just sticks coming these way. Guy was super happy. So good times. Yeah. The only bummer I had about the show was no touch of madness, but they played rumors in the air. Yeah. And that was my third show this summer. And they hadn't played rumors in the air at the other two previous shows. So I was pretty, yeah. pretty happy about that. Getting the all in all, a good time. Good trip to Nashville. A good birthday for my boy, Brent. We've been oh, doing yeah. this for a few years and going to concerts for more for a lot of years and still never gets old to me. And I still funny. love the set list. It doesn't bother me. I keep it going. I have traveled a lot this summer to see this man. Not as much as Josh has, <laughs> but you know, I've seen him in places I've never seen him before. Three areas, Wabash, yeah. Indiana, Cleveland, Ohio, and Music uh, City. Well, outside Music, music City, Dixon, Tennessee. But the great thing about, you know, going to Nashville, I made my wife go to one record store. Yeah, there found, you go. And I found a copy of ATBPO on vinyl there, which was cool. Took a picture of it, you know, to show that, hey, it's awesome. They're out there. For people it's in the wild. Have them. Go to your local record stores. They can order it. And I found an LP by a band called The Laughing Dogs. Oh, yeah. And I was so ecstatic. It was $9.99 and it had its promotional copy and it had this promotional thing inside of it that I didn't find until I got home. You know, a little piece of paper that folds out like a little poster. And what the Laughing Dogs was, when Kiss was Wicked Lester, they had this photo session taken with a boy and this dog. And he had a stickball bat, you know, with a Jughead hat on. Yeah. Sitting on steps in New York. And the dog almost looks like it's smiling. 
Well, when they broke up Wicked Lester, they didn't use the artwork any longer. And here comes 10 years, not even 10 years later, five years later, another band out in New York called The Laughing Dogs uses uses this album artwork. So it's kind of cool in the Kiss universe to have this record. And I've never seen one in the wild outside of a Kiss convention before. So that got me pretty ecstatic. And my wife's looking at me like, why do you know this record? <laughs> like $10, $10, yeah. I'm buying that. There you go. Josh probably doesn't have that one. Yeah, do. Ah, there he is. Yeah. Well, Brent, was it a happy birthday, sir? It was uh, one of the greatest birthdays I ever had, but it didn't feel like my birthday. That's awesome. I didn't man. have my kids with me. Um, I'm, no, this. I'm getting a spam call. You guys keep talking. There was no cake. There was just no, you know, no presents that opened. It didn't feel. So I'm still 52 as far as I'm concerned. <laughs> you know. Then the next day. We uh, were all three of us had tickets to go see Kiss in Dayton. I was going to take my four year old, and that's when we found out that the Kiss show was postponed. And it ended up that Paul Stanley's guitar tech, Fran, had passed away the night prior due to COVID. Um, and so, yeah, so that kind of changed our plans and um, it made me wonder if the Kiss Cruise was going to happen with Night Ranger being on there. It's been talked about that he had maybe faked his vaccination card and had not had refused medical help. And I mean, I'd. I can't, right. you know, I wasn't there. I don't know for sure, but that's we don't know. That's some right. some reputable sources have brought that up. So, uh, but anyways, the Kiss show was um, that Kiss show we were all going to was postponed, which made me wonder if the Kiss cruise in a couple of weeks was going to happen. Now, uh, at the Pigeon Ford show, monsters on the mountain. There was a guy there selling a whole bunch of stuff like this. Doesn't that look sharp? Hand-painted yeah, stuff. And when I oh. went up there and looked at it, they were birdhouses. So if you look, you hang it up, and it's a birdhouse. Well, you can tell... you. It's probably the only thing I'm not going to use it for is an actual birdhouse. But um, anyways, I... You're going to have to say it again. You froze up. I don't think I'm freezing up. I think you're freezing up. But uh, anyways... Um, so real quick, on the uh, I didn't catch all that on the, uh, the birdhouse. Was that pre-made? Or did you have that made? Like, that was, was that something they were selling somewhere? That... So there was a guy, he had a whole bunch of these. I'll, I'll post some photos. Different bands, different logos. So he had these already made. He had awesome. one of each band, Iron Maidens, and uh, a whole bunch of them. Um, and he had paintings too. Well, I'm there before the gates open because I'm helping out, and I see him setting up, and I'm like, that's mine. So... <laughs> uh 50 bucks. i don't know what's the point of the birdhouse just make that thing i know but uh 
50 bucks is what it, it cost me. Uh, I figured it's not be, too bad. No, for it being hand, basically hand, you know, it's hand painted and hand cut. And, you know, I mean, Anna, it's got a house for a bird. Um, there, there you go. So, uh, so I got that there. Um, so during that time as well, um, we had the 38th anniversary of Midnight Madness. The um, 39th anniversary of Dawn Patrol. Yeah. 30 or no, 39 years. Yeah. 39 years of Dawn Patrol. 39 years. God. Like, can you imagine how old you have to be for to buy that album when it came out? Um, uh, I do. <laughs> I remember it like it was yesterday. Yeah. Um, it was a Sunday. I, I'll never forget that. It was a Sunday. So we got those. Uh, Brad was on the cover of Vintage Guitar Magazine. So go to your local bookstore, magazine store which I doubt you have yeah. and purchase one of those. You can actually read the magazine online too. Um, so vintage guitar magazine. They may sell those at a Sam Ash or guitar center. They sell magazines like that. Yeah. If you have one in your neighborhood. Night Ranger was mentioned on wheel of fortune. That was great. Where the the contestant said something about liking 80s rock and Pat Sajak threw out um, you a fan of Night Ranger. Uh, but talking to Kelly, Pat Sajak, uh, you know, has attended shows before and they've all met. So uh, sounds That's like cool. old Pat Sajak is a uh, Night Ranger fan. How cool is that? Yeah. Now if we just get Van on. Giggity, board. giggity. Um, that might be a podcast idea, Pat Sajak. Yeah, there we go. And his, and his Put him on the list. Experiences. Yeah. Um, and, and, I, and I'll do a thing where we can flip letters and make him play Wheel of Night Ranger. <laughs> so the Kiss Cruise just ended a couple days ago. Night Ranger was on it. Played a couple shows. Played a show on Halloween night, the 31st, and November 2nd. Don't know much about the shows. Uh, there, I didn't get a lot, you know, a lot because the Wi-Fi there is so spotty. Like, you can't send pictures back and forth. Yeah. Text. But, uh, but I did get some photos from a guy who was doing some of the staging there. Uh, I think his name was Nate. So I was able to get some stuff on the night ranger page and kelly's page um i really don't know if anything unique happened i know sebastian bach didn't make the boat uh so uh they yeah. did like an all-star tribute jam so i know brad got up for that at least and played crazy train or something like that i remember seeing that yeah, Jack sang with them. I know somebody's posted a video of Jack doing Highway to Hell. And that was I, don't, I don't know if that was, though, for the Sebastian Bach thing. I, I, I don't oh, know. It I could gotcha. be. But uh, um, I, don't, I don't know if it was to fill in that Sebastian Bach void. 
Um, we had Sebastian Bach, for all you that don't know, let his passport expire and didn't bother checking it until he went to get on the boat. Did he not say, do you not know who I am? I'm Sebastian. Wow. The uh, On the last few podcasts, we talked about the Record Store Day release coming up November 26th, somewhere in California being issued on vinyl for the first time. Uh, that may or may not happen. Vinyl releases are getting pushed back every day. There's just so much of it being pressed. Um, obviously, some of the supply issues, but also, there you, they just... If you want to make some money, go open up some vinyl pressing plants. Yeah. Because that's another thing is they don't have enough plants to keep this stuff, you know, turning through. So um, we should yeah. know something soon. If yeah, that's word has it, any vinyl that's not getting pressed will be for the next record store day in April. So if um, there's any other bands you're looking for out there, it'll probably get postponed to April, but we'll we'll find out. And depending on where you look, today is former night ranger guitarist jeff watson's birthday um some things say november 4th some things say november 5th either way happy birthday, happy birthday jeffrey jeff watson you don't have him on speed dial there josh not on the speed dial i do not i can dial um, his number with all eight fingers <laughs> bleep, 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 bleep. Um, that's my eight, eight finger technique other than that I will be at the Tampa show I am flying down there with my kiddo and my mom and my aunt we're going to kind of do a little vacation on the beach and Saturday night we want to rock in America um, when is that is that this Saturday that's uh, November 20th November 20th okay and then the next show I will be at will be the January 29th show, which will be Lima, Ohio. So if you're going to Lima, make some time to go to the New Armstrong Museum in Wapakoneta. Um, go see if yourself. If you're in Lima, make some time. Uh. What's that other festival that's going on in Florida that Andy, you were going to go to? Well, that was the yeah. Key West one, Rock they just They released the single-day yeah. tickets finally. Yeah, that's what I was going to add there. Before you get tickets to that, make sure if you're going to stay there, you look at hotels because hotels are absolutely outrageous. Yep. You might want to go to the show and drive an hour away. Uh, it ain't an hour. How long was that to get down there? No, no. An from hour the keys the into the mainland? I'm talking about from the venue. I'm, he's saying that you're still going to have to drive. Yeah, the, the oh, problem really? with the keys I've is never been there, so I don't know. it's just a string of islands, and I don't know what you're going to find down there. We looked at it. When they initially announced it, and even Traces, she's like, Jesus, I can't find anything that's, you know, affordable, so to speak. You know what? You just, uh, you I drink, just get a boat. No, just drink a shit ton of booze. If there's one thing about a shit ton of booze is you can sleep anywhere after drinking. <laughs> just <it>. lay down. <laughs> yeah, just fall asleep on the beach, man. And you say, Andy, don't touch it. Yeah. You know, hell, I've slept on steps. <laughs> you know and been mighty comfortable uh so you know all you got to do is remember waking up and getting in your car and leaving uh, with some stench that you didn't have before you fell asleep on you now, if that's all you have waking up before you had on you as a stench that's uh 
pretty it's successful night. <laughs> oh, so uh, filthy animal. Yeah. So, Josh, do we have anything ideas what's coming up that you want to b- talk about for the next year? Are you talking about uh, podcast wise? Yeah, podcast you wanna, wise, still, well, I, th- I think, still got stuff in the plant in the works. Well, we always got something in the works. Um, yep. I think we're. I think the podcast going to be every two weeks. Maybe we'll get a burr up our ass and uh, put something out, you know, on an in-between week and you'll have three episodes in a row. But just with life and topics and everything, it's just hard to keep this up doing one a week. So, um, yeah. I mean, maybe we can figure out the ones that go really, 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 really long, splitting them up and they can be, you know, Two weeks, just I ain't doing that. We're gonna do about an opening or not? I mean, fuck, I might as well do an episode, another episode if I gotta keep cutting them up and doing shit. So, uh, no, uh, every two weeks. Um, yeah, so that's how it is. So, uh, but you'll still get us same bat time, same bat channel, just not as bad often. And I think, listen, as as great as 2021 was for Night Ranger, I think there's gonna be a good 2022. There's stuff. 40th in the, anniversary. Well, it's, well, knowing them, they won't do anything as bad. <laughs> but uh, if only um, we knew well. somebody could, could bend their ear. Shit. Uh, but uh, um, but there is stuff in the pipeline that I think is going to be fun. Uh, I hope you know you're going to start seeing from all these bands what's 2022 tour wise going to be i think we got to see you know the covid thing but then once that gets kind of a little bit more figured out i think you're going to start seeing announcements so hopefully there's another sammy hagar tour or something big that they can latch on to um so like i said white stake i know is it probably won't be white snake because i think they've already announced their farewell tour next year and Remember, I don't remember his last name or I can't even pronounce it if I did, but um, that guy Dino that mm-hmm. did the song Jane with Mike Portnoy and Joel mm-hmm. Hoekstra. So he's in Whitesnake now, helping with vocals, playing some guitars or some shit, right? And uh, right when he joined, I was telling people, he's going to be the next singer. They're going to carry on that Whitesnake name. Yeah. And David Coverdale hinted to that in an interview with Mitch LaFon yeah. that, you know, Whitesnake can continue on without him. And it will. Uh, you may not be able to go out and, like, headline a theater as Whitesnake because your hardcore fans will be like, well, there's no David Coverdale, there's no Whitesnake. But you throw Def Leppard, Foreigner, Whitesnake up there and attract just your generic big 80s crowd, they don't know who the fuck's in white snake well, the uh, problem with the with that yeah. is is it's, those videos that he made with tony katain when you don't see that guy with the long phone that they're gonna have, notice that all right think about how big foreigner was in all those videos and you don't have a lou graham but they weren't think was, about they, c perry they did nothing Journey. they did nothing iconic they did nothing you know i'm not talking about journey never about, did anything iconic not like White Snake with her flipping on that car and then getting it on together. They on only sold car. probably twenty million more records, but I guess that's not iconic. Yeah. But uh, Journey, Steve Perry, it it doesn't matter. It's the name. 
and uh that's all that matters uh anymore quiet riot still out there going quiet rights quiet rights out there doing a tour with molly molly hatchet oh yeah all right no original members i don't even think they're secondary members uh quiet riot which now they do have rudy back but before that you know no original members and there was another band that was with them as oh uh i think blackfoot no original members richie medlock's not in it he owns he's it he's in skinner right he's still he's, in skinner well he was in skinner in the 70s he was in skinner yeah. for a little bit doing drums but uh um but ricky medlock still owns it he put the band together and basically gave him the you know rent the name out and go play blackfoot songs and you know what they're selling tickets it's all about the music in 2022 it doesn't matter who's in the band so there you go yep it's all about who owns that logo all right is that it we done have we had enough of each other or do you want some more more young ones for you that didn't know that i'm wondering how this is recording if this is recording if they're going to see all three of us I just noticed that there's a box lit up and every one of yeah. us is talking. When I someone just, talks. So I, I, don't wanted, the, I don't think the box lights up for them. No, what I'm saying is whenever who has the box on them, I think is what they're going to see on the screen. <laughs> it depends on how you're recording it. If you're recording it. Well, I don't know I'm what the fuck I'm it. doing. It's our first time. So, yes, I know that. So we're going to find out real freaking soon, aren't we? Well, if you're still watching and listening at this point in time, thank you. Hey, you might see a different <laughs> format next week. I want uh, the box on me. I want the box on me now. Hey. <laughs> as you can tell, we're still trying to figure things out. Yeah. But thank you so much if you are watching and listening. And thanks for giving us a little bit of a break. Check us out on all the pod catchers that are out there. Pandora, Stitcher, Spotify, iHeart, Apple Podcasts. And of course, the big one you want to go to is YouTube. And you can watch our pretty faces. So um, any last words from anybody or should I nope. just say sign the fuck off? I just want to say thanks to all the people who missed us. I appreciate it. And you yep. Yeah, that was cool. Thank you, everyone. Goodbye. Back. Where the fuck do I stop recording at? Right. All right. Yeah.